Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, take all the glory. You know, in the book of John, in chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus was speaking actually. And let's turn there, let's start from there. I just want to remind us of certain things today. And I believe God that we will all be greatly blessed in Jesus' name. John chapter 10 in verse 10 is a good place to start. The thief does not come except, I like it this way, than the King James. The thief does not come, does not come except to steal to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it abundantly. Glory be to God. Somebody shout life. life. Shout it again, life. life. Shout again, life. life. Now, I have read where it is said that a lot of people quote out of context John 10, 10 that Jesus was not referring to Satan, okay? And that um, people just use it because whatever reason, okay? Contextually, actually, he was talking and having an argument with the Pharisees. And of course, he really was rebuking them sharply for their practices, which was anything but life. It was oppressive, it was killing, destroying as it were, the people. And so he said what he had to say. But my own take is this. We have to be careful that we don't begin to reduce the word of God to the letters. This is profound honest because I see it in the number of places. No, they quote, no, no, but that is literally, metaphorically, this is the devil he's referring to. Because you find in Matthew chapter, I think, 13, thereabout, he said, you are brood of vipers, and he was talking to the Pharisees. In John, he said, you are of your, he said, you are of your father, the devil. And he was talking to the Pharisees and the Jews. So if here he says, the thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, to destroy of course, it's different to their father. They were manifesting the characters of their father. If you're a minister of God and you're a child of God, by your fruit will know you. You will bring forth fruits that will lead to life. If your fruits lead otherwise, then you are not of God. So purely, so simply put, this is the devil and his agents. So let me just quickly now then conclude by saying, for every child of God, you are the enemy of God's enemy. Whether you believe it or not. For every child of God, if you are truly a son, you are the devil's enemy. The devil is your enemy. And there is no good thing the devil can add to you 
He's a destroyer, he's a killer. So here, it's a bit clear. But the good thing about this is, he can destroy or plan to destroy all he wants. He can steal or plan to steal all he wants. He can kill or plan to kill all he wants. But when it comes to you, you are alive. Encounter with you will become his own total downfall. In the name of Jesus. Because you are of life. Glory be to God in the highest. And remember, he was rebuking them because of the people. The people just come to listen. Until Jesus appeared on the scene, they thought that was the norm. And they were oppressed and they were dying. Until Jesus came on the scene. And what did he say? I have come that they may have life. And if indeed he has come, then we have life. Glory be to God in the highest. And I see, I was just meditating on this line. Then I remember the story of creation as contained in the, the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. Then in him, come on church, in him was what? Life. Come on. And this life was what? The light of man. Uh-huh. And this light was what? Shines in the dark. Glory be to God in the highest. And so no matter how dark the darkness of the devil is, you will shine through. No matter how destructive his destruction is, you will pierce through. Because this light shines in the darkness. And the darkness cannot comprehend it. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. So that established the fact that there is always an opposition. And if I'm going to just quickly get into my note, I realize that God, the way he does things with us, he starts with you like a seed, and thereafter, you continue to get established, and established, and established. As far as God is concerned, you are not just established, you will keep on increasing. That is the character of our kingdom. And that's exactly what the devil hates. The devil will always try to diminish you. Look at killing. Look at stealing. Look at destruction. Where, what in all these increases you? What in all this establishes you? And see the interesting thing he says, he said, when you see the devil coming, don't begin to embrace. You know what he's calling for? It's time for you to begin to design. My prayer is that you will not embrace an enemy for a friend. A killer for a friend. Your eyes have to open. We are the end time. Ephesians chapter 5 says the days are evil. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Still talking about the character of God. You see it everywhere his covenant is. I mean, look at Abraham, for example. Look at Isaac. Look at Jacob. No two of them increase by the same strategy. 
Not, uh-uh. For Abraham, the Egyptians turned everything over to him. And that was it. And that's why we have to be careful that we follow strictly the strategies of God through his word and not just superficial things that we see. When it was Isaac's turn, who turned anything to Isaac? Was it not the same covenant? But the result was the same. Isaac continued to increase and astronomically he became bigger than anybody in his time and generation. Spiritually, emotionally, and physically. By the time you get to Jacob, it was different. I'm just trying to establish the character of the God we serve. Our Father. And I have come to provoke somebody today to rise up and take back what the devil has stolen. In the name of Jesus. That's the title of my message. Taking it back. I mean taking it back. I mean, I mean it. Taking it back. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Ephesians chapter 1 will make it clear. John says you can never stop shining. No matter how dark it is, you will pierce through. You are unstoppable. So I decree. Whatever is planning to stop you. The Bible says let them bind together. They will fall. In the name of Jesus. You are going through. We are going through. I say we are going through. In the name of Jesus. Say I am going through. Ephesians 1 and 3 says bless the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has what? Blessed us. In other words, you are already settled. And that's why the day you step into your position in the kingdom, you might have been strained for a long time, but the day you step into your position, the devil rises up. That's his ministry. And if you see the devil with two horns coming, you will know you're wrong. But it doesn't come that way. Angel of light. Sometimes in shining armor. And that's why Christianity without designing of spirit is not Christianity. I have come to say to someone here today, you will see you. I'm not joking. After today, you begin to see some things. In the name of Jesus. You say, what? Because I came with the attitude and the anointing of taking it back. Glory be to God in the highest. I say, glory be to God in the highest. I say, glory be to God in the highest. And the Bible says there in Ephesians 1, by the time you get to 4, say, according, to, according as he has already chosen you before the foundations of the world. And so the day you were born, the devil began to shake. And the day you were born again, he knew there was trouble. Hallelujah. But you see, the unfortunate thing is that usually we don't know that there's so much trouble like that. Until you begin to realize that there's some troubles here and there, then we begin to understand that this journey that we have embarked upon is a fight after all. It's a fight. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. And it's not just a fight. It's a good fight. Hallelujah. It's a fight that we are winning. 
in the name of Jesus. So now talking about this thief, as it were, the truth is that the idea of stealing or killing you know, is all over the place. I ask, I ask myself a question and I tell people sometimes in counseling, I say, you are talking and you are complaining that um, you have troubles. I say, then you probably want to either die or refuse to be a Christian. Because as long as you are a Christian in this territory, there will be trouble. On earth, as long as you are a true Christian, there will be trouble. But the good thing is that you will always win. I say in the name of Jesus, you always win. So no matter how hard it is, you always know that the end is a good result. Oh yeah. See, there is, ah, see, there will be an end. There will always be an end and the expectation of the righteous will never be cut off. That's the Bible. Glory be to God in the highest. So talking about these things, that I mean, this strategy of stealing, killing and destroying, I want to ask you a candid question. Has anything been stolen from you before? No, just... If it's true, just say yes. If, or maybe you are here before. Some, nothing has ever been stolen from you. Now, the thing stolen may not be that important to you, but for some people, some very, very valuable and important thing have been stolen in the past. But you see, the good thing is that whatever was stolen was not strong enough to stop you. Come on, I'm talking to somebody now. I said it was not strong enough to stop you. Otherwise, we will not see you here today. Is somebody talking to me? And so, the idea of stealing is typically the culture of the earth. And you know why? Because Satan is the god of this world. He is the god of this world. Everything, anywhere you look at it, the system is adjusted to follow his methodology. And that's why if you're a Christian, in this realm, you'll be winning, but you always feel the smoke in your eye. You'll still see and go, but you always know that, yeah, it's some smoke in the air. That's why it says that no matter what you sacrifice, you will get it back. Oh, yes. Although, maybe with persecution. Amazing, isn't it? But that's just the way it is. Glory be to God in the highest. Stealing where it is personal. You can be marital. You wonder all the troubles you're having? The devil probably stole your husband. Or the devil is stealing your wife. You say, what do you mean by that? Destruction. It could be some... The devil is stealing your wife, stealing your husband. I say, how? He's causing the distraction somewhere. And all of a sudden, your wife has no, it's not beautiful anymore. She never does anything right anymore. Or vice versa. Stealing is of the devil. It's his nature. Stealing, killing, destroying. And by their fruits, you know them. He can steal your home. 
What with children being distracted, given to drugs and all kinds of things? The devil can attack your local assembly. When you came to church, God led you here. Or led you to your local assembly, but now this fountain, God led you here. But even here, you have treated for yourself your own pastor. You know I'm not your pastor. You know. Because when I preach, it doesn't catch. It is those ones that you follow around that teaches you. I mean, that teach you. Come on. You chose for yourself your own pastor. Oh, we have pastor. We have pastors. We have fellowships. We have departments. We have people there. But all this was no, no, no. Is that one somewhere, somewhere in Shobolu or somewhere in Agege where you go for fellowship? That's one whose word is your mantra. But you are still, still, you are still a bit fair. What about those who, they don't, even, they don't even stay around Christianity? They go to Babalao. And they were worrying you that, hey, you haven't ordained, me, ordained the pastor. Oh, ordained pastor, trust me. See, if you don't know it, they've stolen you away from your church. The body of Christ, the thieves, I mean, the, the, the thieves steals from the body of Christ in the nation. He steals from a nation. Remember the church of Ephesus? That was a typical example for all those churches, apart from two. They are typical example of the devil stealing. Church in Ephesus? You are perfect. You are doing this. You do this. See, you cannot stand the, 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 the Nicolaitans. Those who say that. I, I praise you for that. I like your zeal. I like your work. I like your this. I like your this. Say, but hey, you have left your first love. The devil has stolen something. What has he stolen? Their love for God. And here, God's reaction to that. He said, please repent. And go back. Lest I will remove your candle. He wasn't talking to unbelievers. He wasn't talking to Old Testament Christians. He was talking to the New Testament church. But you see, where I'm going is this. There is always a taking back. When he said, repent and go back. He said, take back what you've lost. I know you have the capacity. I'm talking stealing. Because we are belittling stealing. And therefore it's using it to cause a lot of havoc. You know how you are when you first got born again. You are fire today. When they say, let's pray, say, which prayer? You. Pastor will say, let's pray for Nigeria. Say, which Nigeria? You. Pastor is talking from the pulpit. You are they're educating some people around you. Are you trying to show you are a big man or a big woman? You are in trouble. We make little these things, but they are dangerous. (laughs) 
Glory be to God in the highest. So what I'm saying is that this thief is real. I know where fountain was. And I've made up my mind. I'm taking it back. In the name of Jesus. Because God will have us take it back. Our simplicity is not stupidity. But in the Bible, simplicity, is, simplicity can be equal to foolishness. Go and read the book of Proverbs. Wow. The good thing is this. God's attitude in all this is take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. That's his attitude. And that's my joy. That's my confidence. That's my honesty. That's my hope for the future. That's what I look forward to. So I want to use this story to drive home what I'm saying. David's story at Ziklag, 1 Samuel, chapter 13. When I realize that's God's attitude and that's what it is, it gives me great confidence. I give you another example. Remember when Joshua, after the trouble at uh, Jericho, you know what happened in Jericho? He was stealing too. That man went to steal and brought destruction on the whole congregation when they faced. The battle of I. Can you see what he does? Then the Gibeonite now pretended. When you give the devil one step, then many other steps open. It was now easy for Joshua to be deceived. And they went to a battle that almost cost them the entire thing. But God that believes in. <laughs> When they got to I and they were flogged, they came back and said, yeah, 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 yeah. Guess what? God said, go back. Now we know what the problem was. And now we are sorry. Go back. He cleared them. And they went to the battle of God, we always send you back. Never! Somebody shout, glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. Anyhow you look at it, God will say, ah, I seem like that parent. I say, ah, your colleague says something to you. Then you are coming to me crying. Ha! <laughs> Tell everybody, I'm taking it back. In the name of Jesus. Oh yeah. Makatumbro lekishkandari bakaskanda. Libarabakasonte rekeshende. Nibakantumbro. Makatakrambakosore bekeshida. And I make it clear to myself. And can I make it clearer to you, church? On that day when God will ask, if fountain ever goes down, and it will never in the name of Jesus. You think he will come and uh, you think you think God will punish you for that? 
He may punish you for specific things that you didn't do that you are supposed to do. He will punish me, not any other person. I will not allow it. In the name of Jesus. No, I will not allow it. Remember when they sealed up Jehoshaphat? They came to the confederacy and they sealed him up. He was afraid, which was natural. By the time they prayed, they sought the face of God. They gathered and they prayed. God answered from heaven. By the time they gathered, they lifted up and prayed to God. Guess, guess what happened? Tomorrow, go against them. That's what he said. You are not fighting this battle, but please go against them. You can begin to see God's attitude to this kind of thing. There is a place for confrontation. Otherwise, your quietness will be taken for stupidity and foolishness. And they will only breathe one thing failure. God forbid, in the name of Jesus. I say, God forbid in the name of Jesus. I say, God forbid in the name of Jesus. And of course, every time God says go, you win. Yeah? <laughs> you win. And he's saying today, go! Samuel chapter 30. Now it happened from verse 1 when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacked Ziklag and burnt it with fire. And had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. They did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city and there it was, burned with fire. And their wives, their sons, their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept natural emotion until they had no more power to weep and David's two wives Ahinoam the Jezreelite and Abigail the widow of Nabal the Carmelite had been taken captive verse 6 now David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened, hallelujah, did you hear that? David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. One version says, David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Abimelech's son, please bring the effort here to me. And Abiathar brought the effort to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? 
And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them. Did you hear what God said? What did he say? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I have come to provoke and I mean the holy anger in some people here today. Every ground the devil has taken from you, I want to get angry and rise up to pursue in the name of Jesus. God says, pursue. You will surely overtake. The danger here is if you will sit down crying. And now we know you have cried, but I think there's a time for crying. Get up. It's time to get up. And now pursue. You will overtake. And it's not just that you will overtake. You will recover all. I have come to tell somebody here today. I'm sure you've been asking yourself the question. I don't know what is happening. I mean, things are not... It used to be... What is... You are about to overtake and recover all. In the name of Jesus. Our father's attitude to all the trials and oppression of the devil is go after him. Yeah. <laughs> Get angry enough to go after him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 8. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, Pursue, for you shall surely, you shall surely overtake them. And without fear, recover all. Say, I am recovering all. Say, In the name of Jesus, I am recovering all. I am taking it all back. In the name of Jesus, I am recovering all. Glory be to God in the highest. And when God gets you pursuing and recovering all, you become bigger than you used to be. Look, that's, that's, how, that's how it happens. That's just the way it happens. They like Joseph had. They didn't only conquer those who were trying to oppress and kill them. The kind of wealth they came into. They had to put a day aside. Initially, they put, they, they put a day aside to pray and cry and fast and seek the face of God. Now, they had to put a day aside to just worship and praise God. Because this is the God that never fails. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. He said, without doubt, you will recover all. Now, I don't want to read the whole stuff because it's lengthy. Verse 10. But David pursued he and 400 men. For 200 stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross. Even the 400 that would go with him, some were so tired. And it was like, before you guys now become a casualty to us, stay. We did remain 200. Tell somebody, say, I'm in a pursuit mode. In the name of Jesus. Say it again, I'm in a pursuit mode. In the name of Jesus. I've engaged the gear. I am pursuing. I'm not stopping. In the name of Jesus. 
until I recover all. Say until I recover all. In the name of Jesus. You know where you are falling from? It's using what you are falling from where you used to be. And what was it? He said, Your love for me. Come on. There is ministry, there is ministry. There is ministry that is just show off. There is ministry that touches the heart of God. And yet, it's about people. You don't know how you open the door for the devil to steal. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, he pursued. <laughs> and while pursuing, that, let me just say something there quickly. How did he get? The Bible says he strengthened himself. And the Bible didn't leave us wondering. How did he strengthen himself? The Bible gives us some clue. He said, call the priest. Say, can, you, can I have your effort? What's effort? The priest's garment. But David, you're anointed. Yeah. Why effort? Because I know that when the Spirit of God is on his son, there is leading. As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the son. When the Holy Ghost came upon Jesus, the Bible started saying, and he was led of the Spirit. And was, led, was he not being led before? He collected the effort, put it on. And thereafter, he asked the question, God said, pursue. Guess what? Because I, I, I mean, I asked myself the question. Well, maybe because it was a word where you would know where to take. No, he was led. He, there were many ways he could have gone. He could have gone this route or gone that route. Or gone. No, but he went a particular route. How? He was led. And what happened? They saw a dying Egyptian the slave of an Amalekite. His men saw him and they picked him up and brought him. He told them, give him water, give him resin, give me, let him take some sugar and have some energy. By the time the guy now came back fully, he was dying. When he came back fully and now began to wonder where he was, he said, you are safe. So who are you? That was the question. See the beauty of pursuing. Who are you? That was the question. Say, I'm um, the Egyptian slave of an Amalekite. Three days ago, we raided the south of Ziklag. Ah. When God says pursue and you pursue, you will hit gold. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Spiritually, physically, emotionally. Amen. You raided where? South of Ziklag. He was listening. And we did this, we did this. Then I fell ill. Then my master left me for death. And they went. He said, you know what? Can you take me to where they are? He said, please promise me something, sir. You won't kill me. And you won't hand me over back to them. He said, I promise you. That was a covenant. Can I suggest something to you? 
that Egyptian slave from Amalekite died as an Israelite. He followed them the rest of his life. He followed David and his team. They see how God positioned direction for David. If David didn't pursue, his wives will die. His children will die. Everything, his, in fact, his life was taken away. They said he was distressed. He took them there. When they got there, pursuing, they saw them drinking, dancing. They spread out. Then David and his men descended on them. They said they slaughtered the whole night. No one escaped except some 400 men who escaped on cameras. If they say none except 400, that means they were in thousands. It does no matter the crowd of the devil against you. They are coming down from today in the name of Jesus. They are coming down in the name of Jesus. I said they are coming down in the name of Jesus. I said they are coming down in the name of Jesus. Say I'm taking it back in the name of Jesus. I'm taking it back in the name of Jesus. Sit down. The Bible said he got his wives. He got all the wives of all the men. He got all the children of all the men. He got all the slaves that were taken. He got all the animals. He got everything. The only thing that could not be immediately recovered was the, were the houses that were burnt. The devil is wicked. He's a destroyer. He brought them all back. Verse 18. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. And nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything, which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Say, I'm recovering all. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and declare. Open your mouth and declare. Say, in Jesus' name. I'm recovering all. 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 In the name of Jesus. Let me warn you. When you begin to see certain things coming back to you, when you begin to see certain people in certain areas, when you begin to see certain people coming to say, I'm sorry, begin to understand that you sparked off some fire here today. In the name of Jesus. I looked at that word, David strengthened himself, and I began to find some very interesting thing there. He said, you know, after Samson lost all, because he opened the door to the devil, his eyes were gushed, I mean, were removed, pulled out. I mean, he became a ridicule. You know what he did? He prayed a sincere prayer. There's always a place to recover all. 
Repentance is sincere, genuine, turn around. You know why Ananias and Sapphira died? They stole. And yet, it was their own property they sold. But they came to give some to church and told a lie that they gave all. They robbed themselves, sell themselves for the devil. This stealing thing is everywhere. I'm recovering all. Say it again, I'm recovering all. My health, my finances, my relationships, my marriage, my home, my ministry, I'm recovering all. In the name of Jesus. My children, I'm recovering all. I'm recovering all. My joy, my peace, my assignment. I'm recovering all in the name of Jesus. Uh-uh. Can't you see that for in many areas you just the devil hits you and you just sat back. The devil hits you, you just sat back. For every one slap the devil will give in the name of Jesus, he will get ten back. In the name of Jesus. And uh, besides, no weapon of the devil from the gates which shall prosper. Uh, I've made up my mind in the name of Jesus. I'm not stopping. It's a ruthless pursuit. In the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. See, Samson prayed. You know what happened? God restored one more. He said, Give me one more time, God. By the time they were bringing him to make jest of him again and ridicule him, where they are doing their beers and whatever, he told the child, said, Take me to the pillar. When he got there, one push, boom! They said he slaughtered more in his death than his life. But God ruled that he has slaughtered them in his life. God is a God of recovery. Glory be to God in the highest. I'm just telling you, I looked at that word strengthen. He said the same thing that was the same thing that happened to, to Samson. He said it was the same thing that happened with David and Goliath and gave a scripture in first Samuel. He said, You know what? David sought, he killed Goliath without a sword. Goliath held the javelin and the sword and everything. David came out and ran with a sling. <laughs> and the sword. I brought down Goliath. Without a, the Bible said, without a sword. Say, I'm pursuing the name of Jesus. And I'm recovering all. I'm recovering all. But where, how does that link you? How does it link you? The Bible says, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, it says, finally, be strong in the Lord. It's the same strength there. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, I think verse 16, it says that you'll be strengthened with might by the Spirit in your inner man, according to his riches in glory. Ladies and gentlemen, you are already dead. 
you have what it takes. Uh, the spirit is in you, it's on you. And look, Ephesians chapter 1, it says that power is incomparable that you have. No wonder Paul said their eyes are open to know what you have. You have all it takes to pursue and overcome. And I'm saying to you in the name of Jesus, pursue, you will surely, you shall surely, shall surely overtake. And without doubt, you will recover all. I said, without doubt, you will recover all. Without doubt, you will recover all. Without doubt, you will recover all. Without doubt, you recover all. You will. I will. In the name of Jesus. It's the same scripture there. The same scripture. I'm going to ask you to stand up now. And for the next five minutes, forget anybody here. You know where the devil has been stealing your food. You know where he's been stealing your life. Where he's been stealing your destiny. Where he's been. Ah, ah, makashanda brula bababa. Begin to release the power of God. Begin to go after them. Begin to pull down. Begin to cut down. Begin to destroy. In the name of go after and take back what is yours in the name of Jesus. Ken Hagen says, he said, by faith, we take back everything the devil has stolen. By faith. It is true faith. He's told us, when you see the stealing, the killing, destruction, it's the devil. Don't keep quiet. Stop keeping quiet. Go after it in the name of Jesus. Makatura baka shataba, marakatura baka shataba, makandari bakatoria. I'm taking it back now. Name of Jesus. Open your mouth and declare. And I'm praying. Every man, every woman that God has not called to you, around you, may God open your eyes to see them, and may God help you to remove them. In the name of Jesus, let them go. There's another place God has for them. You can never play God to any man or woman. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. Your word declared that everywhere Jesus went, he was doing good. He was taking it back. And by his death and resurrection, he has taken it back. And we're enforcing it in the name of Jesus. By faith we stand. And we take it back. I say, take back your marriage. In the name of Jesus. Take back your peace. In the name of Jesus. Take back your joy. In the name of Jesus. Take back your finances. In the name of Jesus. I say take back your relationships. In the name of Jesus. Take back your favor. In the name of Jesus. Take back your wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Take back your boldness. In the name of Jesus. I say take back your longevity. You will fulfill your time. You will finish well. In the name of Jesus. No man shall be able to stand against you. All the days of your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because you are not alone. He says, Lord, I'm with you always. Even not to the end of the age. Come on, give him praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. 
visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.